Okay, so we're on, we're on Torah and Aleph. We've been doing Torah and Aleph for the past uh, few weeks now. It's Hashem tonight. We'll, uh, we'll close it out. So last week we ended off. We, there was a lot of, discu- a lot of different dinyanim in this sicha of Rabbi Nachman. At the, again, at the end of Shavuos, he was giving, I guess, his Talmidim one last uh, hargasha that uh, they should take with them after Shavuos. And <clears throat> we were talking last week about uh, Tivus. We learned talking about Tivus last week, and we, we were learning how Rabbi Nachman said that there's no Tivus. His Lashem was. Let me see where his Lashem was. An amazing Lashem. Be'emes ain't nimsa shum Tivus klal. Be'emes, I'm sorry. Be'emes ain't nimsa shum Tivus klal. Be'emes, there's no Tivus. Even though Rabbi Nachman, well, I'm not on the same thing. No Nalaf. We know many times Rabbi Nachman speaks about Tivus. We all know about Tivus. So if you remember last week, we tried to understand Rabbi Nachman was talking about any time that we're trying to do the act of precious, we're trying to separate ourselves from something in this world, there's two approaches how to get there. At the end of the day, we want to end up with some separation from the world of Gashmas. You can beat yourself up over the head or beat the kid up or whoever it is. You can give him Musr, Gehenim's going to burn you, you know, you better do this, strong. So you're bringing him through the approach of Din, of Gvura. Or you can go through the the approach of chesed. That it's good for you to eat. Of course you have to eat. Eat as much as it's beneficial for you. Right? Anything more than that is not good. But it's a positive approach. So Be'emes, he says that there's no tivus klal. Ki achile v'shtiyahu hechrech aguf. You need to eat and drink. It's not a taiva, that's, that's life itself. You can't live if you don't eat or drink. Just eat as much as you need to live. Adkan. So even though Rabbi Nachman many times talks about taivas and they're bad and what they could do to you, there are different approaches to take. <clears throat> then we went on, and Rabbi Nachman said something very powerful, and he said, it's possible, possible. He says, you can. Rabbi Nachman said, the seichel of the person is strong enough to fight against all taivas. Even though you've... You're drawn towards this taiva. You've fallen to it many, many times. Says Rabbi Nachman, but the emes is, you have a koach called chachma that is stronger than any taiva, and you can overpower any taiva. Right? The world of we'll get more into it a little bit tonight. We have three major functionality systems, if that's even a positive word. We have the thinking. We have the Emotions, the feeling, a lot of the wants and the desires come in from there. And then there's the doing, the actions. The highest and most sublime is the mind. The mind is the most powerful. It's unlimited. It can go anywhere. We've discussed this. The heart, because of its emotions, it's the loudest. And although the mind is more powerful, even though the mind should be more powerful than the heart, the heart is louder you have this. You have, a, you have the smartest guy in the room, but the loudest guy in the room wins the debate because he's just louder. This is what's happening all across the world right now. Right? The emis is the emis, but those who are louder, even though they're, they make less sense, but the mice are louder. They care. Whatever. Yeah, yeah they're, they're emotional. emotional. And yes, they care. It's, it's, sometimes it's just totally illogical, but whatever, they care for some reason. So... The power of the mind, emes should be, it is stronger, but in its essence, than the power of emotion of desire. 
problem is that the heart is very, very loud. But very, very loud. So your taiva for whatever it may be overpowers your, your mind. That's usually how you fall to taivas. <clears throat> but a person has to know that the truth is your seichel is more powerful and it can overpower any, any type. We have to remember that. It's very, very important. We discussed at the end of the end of last week, one of the ways, one of the ways to strengthen the mind in order to overpower that loud heart was, we said, learning Pidim Yisatar. Because when you give your mind, right, as long as your mind is, is the regular thinking brain, which is connected to your regular wanting heart, the heart is going to just drag the mind with it. But if you're able to learn something that's called Seichel Hanevdal, it's that part of your mind, which is a Kaddish Baruch Hu, right? Kaddish Baruch, remember we said, Kaddish Baruch gives Chachma to those who have Chachma. The Lashon is, Baruch gives a special chachma to those who have already chachma. Everybody has an innate wisdom. Everybody is born Baruch created man, fashioned man with a chachma. We all have that. But that's a, that's a very physical chachma. But we have the ability, there's a latent koach in the, wisdom, in the, in the, in the koach of the makshava, and the koach of our very ability to think deeply that there is this the hidden world, the world of Pneumius Atara, the world of that's Lamaila Manateva, that's that's above the Gashmias realm. The share that Rebbe is giving right before this. Spheris and Partsufin, high level Chasidis, even some Kabbalah, but Maharal even, high level Machshava, right? Even even learning Swaram of Dessler. If you ever learn of Dessler, which is Musr, but it's not really Musr, it's Machshava, it's very deep, it's very powerful. If you learn Swaram like that, you're give, you're giving yourself an advantage because that's that type of seichel is lamayla minha seichel that's connected to the heart. And if you if you continue to increase that, you'll be able to have more of a power over your heart. Again, there's many there's many, many different malachim. Rabbi Nachman was, here was specifically saying you have you're stronger. You are stronger. We're giving a little bit of an etzer maybe. Is he talking about all tayvus or is it certain tayvus? He doesn't. Here he doesn't say. He doesn't and lamaisa any taiva if it's coming from, let's say, the heart, your mind is always, can, can be always more powerful than your heart. Right? So if any, whatever type is coming from this place, now you have to know, not every type is coming from this place. A type for kavod is not really coming from this place. It's really coming from this place. It gets a little bit confusing. Taiva is not like, a, it's not a, hana, a physical hana like other things. It's a hana sikhli. When someone's machabin me, I don't get any physical hana, but there's it's a deeper hana. It's, it's a hana that I'm I'm being honored. It's it's in the mind. That's already a little bit more difficult. But any taiva that's coming from the heart, the mind is more powerful. And he's not saying that though that the sechel increasing the sechel is the only way to overcome these taiva. It's just one of the ways. Yeah, no, he's saying here. Yeah, here he's saying talking about this. You should just know that your mind is more powerful than the taivas. You should know that people don't know that. People are, because, because people have always been dragged along by the Taifas for so long, they become little pussycats. They think that they're weaker. They, after, after you know, a few years of just drawn, getting drawn after your Taifas, okay, that's it. That's who I am. What am I going to do? And so somebody who has, let's say, a Tabat Hamon, to say, Rabbi Nachman also says to give Tzedakah because that cools down the heart from that. Is, is that kind of like a, a cheaper way of getting over the Taifa versus this, which is more like... 
No, I, I don't say cheaper. I don't say cheaper. Okay. There's different ways. It's, <laughs> it's good. No, that's that's you have to also understand where that's coming from. Where, what does that mean? That person's giving over the. What is that doing exactly? We have to learn that. You have to learn what we're not. You could just do what he says. When Rabbi Nachman says to do, to do, just do. But if you want to learn the Amkus, what exactly is that tzedakah doing? Is it it's because it's cooling down the heart? Is it coming because it's another emotion that's fighting? Or is it really hitting the seichel? See, a lot of the eights of Rabbi Nachman are really, we're doing stuff, but there's a certain segul that's connecting to the seichel. And by you doing something again and again and again and again, it reframes your mind a little bit. Okay? Everything is... Sometimes it's just easier to do what Rabbi Nachman says. You know, just clap and dance. Just, just clap and dance. That's what he says to do. He says, if you want to be, right, Torah Yud, it's a, it's a Purim Torah. If you want to rip up Gezeras against Kal Yisrael, what's going on right now? It's still Gezeras upon us. Clap and dance. He goes to the Torah and explains how that works exactly. But if you just clap and dance because Rabbi Nachman said to, and that is a way to rip up Gezeras, it works. Besimcha. Simcha can destroy a lot of a lot of gezeres, rose in this world. <clears throat> so now we're up to the next part. Vafilu, I don't, I don't. You have, you have where it is. What page? You have the page. I have a different, a different version here. I'll show you in a second. If you give it to me, I'll show you where it is. Hey, let's see. You have it. I think so. Mishak. Vafilu What page is that? Memalf. Yeah, here it is. Right here. On the page right here. You see my finger? My thumb? My mouth. So now he goes a little bit right there. And he says, yeah. What happens when you have a person who already has fallen to Taivas? Right? He's fallen many times. And his seichel has become blemished. And he's in a state of bilbul. And he's become minimized. Right, a person who falls into taivas again and again and again and again and again, he starts to have a low self confidence. If he ever is ever going to be able to overcome, he it can cause different problems. Rabbi Nachman talks about different taivas. Let's say eating can cause fumes to go up into his head and, and actually make him cloudy, not be able to think in a deep way. So a person is over a taivas, and it could be not even we're not even talking about isurim. We're talking about even dvarim that are mutter, but over time his seichel takes a hit. What do you do? Says Rabbi Nachman, Afal If you have a little bit of seichel left, if you're still alive, you have some seichel. Even if you have 1% seichel left, you still could overcome a typhus. Don't think that what I told you before, that the mind is more powerful than the heart, is only if you've never fallen to typhus. But if you fall to typhus, well then, sorry buddy, you have no chance. No. You can fall to Tavis a hundred times if you still have a little bit of Seichel left, which everybody does have. Unless you're totally Miyayish. That's when you have no Seichel anymore, when you're totally Miyayish. But unless you're not Miyayish, if you're not hopeless, you still have some Seichel, you can still overcome. Because again, Be'etzim, the Koach of the mind, is infinitely greater in its potential than, than the heart. Because it's coming from a different world. I don't want to get into the Amkus, but the mind comes in the Olam Habriya. The heart comes from the Olam Yitzira and the hands come from the Olam These are three different worlds. The, the highest rung in the Olam Yitzira doesn't touch the lowest rung in the Olam Abriya. Or it just barely touches it. So if you have a little bit of Seichel left in the Olam Habriya, then you can have, then you're much more, you're still in potential. 
you have much more capabilities than even if your world of Yitzirah, the heart of the Taivas, is filled with Taivas, and it seems like you can't overcome. No, but you can, he says, Because Be'etzim, if you have a Seichel, you still can overcome. Don't be Miyayish. Don't be Miyayish. And a person has to remember, it's very, very important. When a person is working on Taivas, let's say he picks any Taiva. What's the, what's the goal of working on a Taiva? Is the goal to fully overcome? Of course there's such a goal. But you know what the goal, one of the major goals in, in working on Taivas? Always be a fighter. Be a fighter. Don't give up. You might fight your entire life and never fully overcome. That could happen. That doesn't mean you're a loser. Because only Kaddish Baruch knows, did he give you the strength to fully overcome? Or he only gave you the strength to be a fighter? Because what does it mean to be an Ebed Hashem? To be perfect or to be in the game? An Ebed Hashem means, Kaddish Baruch wants me to do certain things and I will do it and I will do it and I will do it and I will do it. Whether I overcome it or not, it's not even up to me. It's up to Kaddish Baruch and who, who, at the end of the day, decides, snap, you have no more taiva for this thing? You? You can't decide. If you would decide that, then I would do it right now. Clearly, you can't decide that. You could, you could fight a taiva five times, and a Kaddish Baruch says, okay, no more. You could fight a taiva a thousand times, and finally he says, no more. And you could fight a taiva ten thousand times, and you still have it. Because at the end of the day, who decides? Not me. Not the Yitzhar. Only Kaddish Baruch So the goal is to be, to be a fighter. To stay in the game. The Swarm tells us, Nachman talks all the time, that when a person gets, falls into a taifa, what does the Yitzhak want? He doesn't care about that one fall. He wants you to lose hope. That's the Iker. Not that one, he doesn't care about that one little battle. He wants the war. And the war is, are you Miyayish? Do you give up hope? Or do you not give up hope? That's the main, that's the main battle. Does that make sense? So it doesn't, it doesn't matter whether you, you lose a few times. Okay, get right back up. Being in the fight means you're winning. We have to reframe the very fact that you're fighting, that you want not to do that, you're already a winner. Because a loser means you don't want to not. You've fallen. Shavi Paul Tzadik will come. The second he wants to get back up, he wants to get back up. He's already a Tzadik. Shavi Paul Tzadik will come. He's called a Tzadik because he doesn't want to give up. Simple as that. So you have to change that because sometimes a person can get, can get burnt out. I'm trying this and again and again and again. I'm trying this and I can't stop and I can't stop and I can't stop. Eventually a person, because he thinks he has to win, he has to get 100 on the test and he's never getting the 100 and eventually you get, eventually you get burnt out. Like, okay, I can't do this anymore. But who said you have to get 100? The very fact that you took the test. That itself, right? <clears throat> you don't have a kid like that. Right? What happens if a kid, if a kid who's not, he's not the 100 student? They have a kid who's Listen, not, it, school's not for every single kid. We know that already. But the mice, they have to go. What are you going to do? They can't just run on a farm. We're not on farms. That'd be nice, but we don't have farms out in Woodmere and Farakwa, you know? So the very fact that your kid studied a little bit and even took the test for some kids, true or not true? You have to mechazik them to their madrega, to where they're holding. The kid doesn't even know. The kids are depressed. Ach, I'm such a loser. But the parent really knows that the kid can't handle He's not going to get 100 there's, no, there's not even a half a mean of a hundred. The very fact that he comes and he takes a test and he tries, that's a win for the kid, no? So how do we know by us? See, by us, we have this like hidden ego. It's a, it's a guy. 
that we always think that we can overcome. We can always, we have to, we have to do, we have to break down the time. We have to totally win. Kaddish Baruch says, but let me just tell you something, sir. You're never going to fully, fully remove this taiva. But my nachas ruach is that you're fighting. That's my nachas ruach. So don't worry, just keep going. Even if you fall, that's part of the program. I expect you to fall 6,721 times. The guy's like, wow, I'm doing pretty well. I only fell like 500 times. Right? Versus the guy who thought he should never fall, and now that he fell 500 times, he's like, come out in Yish. So who decides? The answer is you trust in a Kaddish Baruch and you just get up and try again. If you're not dead, keep trying. That's the opposite of what they teach, though. Like, even your, like the kids, like the, they teach them Succeed, get a hundred, get this job, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, they teach that, right? That's why it's in us. Too. Yeah, I know, I know. I, oh, I know. Believe me, I know. It's a big, it's a big problem. It's a big, big problem. They, they're teaching, they teach depression in schools. They teach you how to become depressed quick. Some kids make it. That's the problem, because the, then the schools are built for those few, few kids. All these systems. Farms. What? We need more farms, like you said. We need more farms. We definitely need more farms. There's no question. You know how... how oh, now's not the time. Let's go by there. There's this. We all know this. We all know this. Okay, anyway. So Rabbi Nachman says, if you have a little bit of seicha left, don't be miyash. Keep going, because your seicha be'emes is stronger. And, and that nukud of seichel could be, just, keep, just get up. Just get back up and try again. Just get back up and try again. It's okay. From that place, again and again. It's not about fully, fully winning. Right? We have to change that. We, get, we usually beat ourselves up. It's usually the problem. No one tells us that, we're, that we did anything wrong. No one even knows what's going on in our head. No, no one knows when we, when we fail in our tests or whatever we think. Who, who knows? Me and Kaddish Baruch And usually it's just you thinking about your own self and you just beat yourself up. That's not, that's not, that's not, that's not proper. No one said to do that. That's, that's us, sir. You, you beat up on a kid who's, who, who he can only, he only has the capability of getting a 65. And he, and he didn't get 100. So you're going to beat up on the kid? Mom's us, sir. You have a teacher who like beat, you know, imagine, imagine a teacher, you know, who's uh, not so nice to a kid who only gets a 65. But his capability was only 65. Yeah, but why don't you get 100? You'd say that teachers are Russia. So why do we do that to ourselves? Why do we do that to ourselves? All the time. If you would stop, your, if you would stop yourself and, and, and know what you're thinking about yourself throughout the day, it wouldn't be so happy. It wouldn't be so good. We're, we're, we're not so nice to ourselves. We just don't really think about it because we just keep going. We just keep going. Well, I'll go back to work. Think, try to stop one time. Next time you're feeling down about anything. You're feeling, and for no real reason, no one did anything to you. Just you're feeling down. Think about it. Where'd that come from? Why am I feeling down right now? Try to trace it back where it's coming from. It's coming from somewhere. It doesn't just happen. Try to catch that thought where it came from. You got triggered by something that reminded you of something that was so quick you don't even know what happened. But you're just feeling down. Because the, the, the ice cream truck reminded you of one time you, you failed the test and the test had a lot of ice cream questions on it. Mm-hmm. And the teacher then beat you up because you failed the test and you remember the ice cream, the ice cream. So you see the ice cream truck quickly reminds you that and you feel down. It's that fast. And if anybody who's ever worked it back knows, it's not much that fast. So people can walk around all day in a sad, gloomy state because something that happened 10 years ago, 15 years ago that they never just, you know, worked through. And says, get up. 
If you're a little seichel, you could do it. If I feel the nekuda achetz man a seichel, yechol lamer connected kol olam him and taivus. Even one nekuda of seichel, you could stand up to all the taivus in the world. It's possible. And I'll just read you a line that they that I, in this in this edition they bring down from where is this in Rabbi Nachman somewhere else? A different Torah. Oh, and it's brought in Rabbi Nelson in Hilchas Berchas Areich Halacha Dalid. He says, I'll just read you one line. Listen to this. The main reason why a person sins and is involved in taivus, that he's caught, he's caught by these things, meaning he's not able to get out. A person makes a mistake, fine. Imagine you made a mistake, you get back up, you go, fine. But why are people caught in a nilkud? They're caught in a trap, they can't get out of it. Why? It's a foolishness. He doesn't, he doesn't believe in his strength. He doesn't realize that he has strength to get out. I don't know if this is true. I once heard, you tell me if this is true or not. True or not. When they want to train elephants for the circus, I think I saw there was a safer called Cheshman Nefesh. You ever hear the safer? I think it says it in there. Is, tell me if this is true or not. They want to train, how do you train these big, huge elephants to, to do tricks? Elephant could just like swat any human away, right? So this is what they say. I don't know. They, when the elephant's young and not so strong, they put a, 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 a leash around whatever its neck and they stake it into the ground. And at that point, the elephant taka can't get out. So eventually, they say elephants have small brains, right? Eventually, the elephant thinks that as long as the leash is on his neck, then he's powerless. So even when he becomes massive, he stays in that state of cotness and that small-mindedness that if any human being is holding on to the leash, again, I could be wrong, this is what I heard once, that he, he feels like, oh, I can't, I can't move. Even though in a second, the elephant could just <laughs> blow, he could just take down Barlow and Bailey, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, see ya. But he doesn't, why not? Because he thinks he's smaller. So he doesn't believe in himself. Simple as that. That's the shtus. The shtus is that a person has so much koch, but we don't believe in ourselves, and it's so subtle. It's so, so subtle. You have to literally be like the little engine that could. But you have to say, you have to say it. I, it's not a joke. You have to say it. Because when you leave it in the mind, in this swirling place of like a lot of stuff going on over here, it's, it's mixing with too much stuff. So you have to say it. I think I can. I know I can. I can do this. Because well, give me the strength to say it, and then you could do it. Again, what, did, what are you doing? Just trying again. At the very least, trying again. And if you push forward, great. And if you totally eradicate, that's amazing. But the very fact that you could say, I can't, I'm going to try again, that shows you have strength, right? That shows you have strength. You're getting up, you're trying again, you're fighting again. So Renachman says, says, And any time, whoever person is, he can always rely on a Kaddish Baruch. He can always be Somech. Even if you fall down, and you fall down, and you fall down, and you're mamish in the pit, and you finally wake up, you could always be so much on the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Even in the lowest pits, even in the Gehenna of your life, you can get close to the Kaddish Baruch and serve in Bemis. That's famous story of Ayyeh, of Nachman, of course. Wherever you are, wherever you are, the Kaddish Baruch is also there. That's the Emes. Where is he not? Where's a Kaddish Baruch Hu not? He's in, he's in heavens. He's in the earth. He's in the lowest pits. He's every. He's in the Taiva. So a person, any time, don't think, there's no place for Yish. Because if a person understands and has a Muna, Kaddish Baruch Hu is mamish everywhere. And he says, listen to the line he says. He says, Yechon l'skar v'elav yizbarach l'ovdo yizbarach be'emes. That's a strong line. 
You might think, okay, Rabbi Nachman, I get it. You know, if, you, if I'm in a pit, you could dive in, you could beg, a Kaddish help me get out. But like, you know, it's a little bit diavid, it's a little secondary. Rabbi says, no, that's Bamis. If that's where you are right now, you wake up and you're wherever you are in this low place. That's your level right now. So what? Cut ties with all the past and now start. Start. Wherever you are, you could take a step up. Right? Wherever you're holding is what we are talking about before. It doesn't matter. You're a kid who could only get a 65. You're a kid who can get a 100. Whatever level you are on the ladder. I'm on level 50. I'm on level 2. I'm on the ne- ne- negative 10. Take one step up. is equal by all three people. Taking one step up is equal by all three to get to level 51, level 3, and level negative 9. Just take one step up. That's Be'emis. That's where you are. Okay? Whatever happened in the past happened. Okay, so we'll, we'll deal with that at some point. But take a step up. But so often, a person's like, I'm on level t- negative 10. How am I ever going to, how can I ever do this? I'm, I'm so low now. I was on level 50 and now I'm on level negative 10. I was on level 50, I'm on level 10. Ugh. I can't do this again. You ever have that? It's the, the video game syndrome. I used to play back in the day. You know, you play for like 20 hours straight. You'd like get it's like these crazy boards and then you'd lose one. You have to go all the way back to the beginning. No, I'm not doing a game over. I'm not. Next. Because it's hard. You, you gain to a certain madriga, you fall all the way back. That's not easy. But a person has to cut ties with what was in the past, what will be in the future. Just here I am right now, one step up. Tiny. One step. That's the emes. It's not a shak. It's mamish the emes. Every time we're talking about because we don't realize, we think we don't need these with these eights. We mamish need these eights. Again, we don't realize how how subtle our mind can make us feel down about something. If I start asking people about how you know how they feel about their davening, the first thing they'd say, it could be better. Hmm. Everything would be down. How's your learn? Eh. You rarely have a guy who says, It's going great, it's amazing, I'm positive. It's like almost rare. No? I think positivity is rare. Maybe by business they're positive. maybe. Somehow in the Goshmas world, there's an ability to be positive. But in the spiritual world, we're never good enough. Where that came from, it doesn't matter. We need to change it. You can't live with, my Rebbe hurt my feelings in third grade. It's, that could be true. I'm asking. But now you're old enough to say, okay, but that's, that's ridiculous. Let's move on. At a certain point, you've got to move on from that. No? Am I being too harsh? I don't think so. I'm not talking about a person. <laughs> I'm not talking about a person who got What? You're telling us about, you're, you're the Rebbe that you're saying that, that these Rebbeim shouldn't be. No, I'm not saying Rebbeim shouldn't be. I'm not talking about any of the Rebbeim. I'm saying about a person now who is still feeling down about something that happened 20 years ago because somebody did something to him. I'm saying this person has to say, okay, Ad Khan, you can't, say you're, you can't be a victim your whole life. That's what I'm saying. The person, you're a mature person. You're 20, 30, 40 years old. Time to move on. I can't because, you know, I, I was beat up when I was, you know, I'm not only physically beat up. People who got seriously damaged, I'm not talking about them either. I'm talking about the regular Joe who's just a droopy Jew. Mm-hmm. We're back to the droopy Jews. And he'll say it's because of this, because of that. Fine. Okay. We got that. We, we got you. 20 years. You didn't do anything because of what happened. Fine. But let's start now. Why can't we start now? Why can't we start fresh? Fresh. Erase everything, start fresh. Let's go olive base. 
No, I can't. I can't. I can't. Aleph is I can't. Why not? No, because I, because I, I should be learning Gemara. I can't do Aleph base now. But buddy, you're up to the Aleph base. So just do the Aleph. I can't. I can't. I can't. It's it's hard. It's hard to start from the low. But what's your option? Your option is to stay in a state of perpetual nothingness. Okay. Each person has a bechir. Each person has a choice. Each person is on their own. Nobody knows anybody else's situation. I'm not, I don't know anybody's situation. I don't know anybody. And everybody has, could have good excuses, potentially. For sure. But that's between him and the Kodesh Baruch I'm not tying on anybody. I don't know anybody's situation. But, but we need a chizik sometimes. We need to know that there is a, there is a possibility to get out. That's what Rabbi Nachman saying. You don't have to be a, a small-minded elephant. You're, you're a big elephant. <laughs> you know? Play big. Be big, strong, positive, confident, whoever you are. But there's a lot of that ego. Yeah, I know, but uh, I can't start there. That's, that's, that's so low level. I'm already 30, 40 years old. I can't, I, can't, I can't be doing that. Okay, that's ego talking. And ego makes us small also. It keeps us as a victim. It likes to, it makes, it likes to make us small. It likes to control us. I can't. Why not? I don't know, I just can't. What kind of, what kind of excuse is that? <clears throat> Sorry. Is, is Rabbi Nachman saying uh, that when you're at the lowest level, that's when you could serve Hashem? You can also, also, also. Even in the Shotach, in the lowest level, you can serve a Kodesh Baruch, you'll be close to him. Oh, also at the level above that and the level above 100%. Okay. This is the biggest Chiddush. That in the lowest place where you think Kaddish Baruch is not there, no, he's there. And you could be Somech on him. You could really, you're close to him. Somech means, the word Somech means close to. It also means you can be, you can lean on him. Right? You can lean on the one you're close to. Is that the Nukuda Achashel Seichel that is talking about? That a Kaddish Baruch Hu can even be with you then? I, I think or that's... Or is it Seichel Mamish? I, I think that it's, it's both. But I think that's, that's one of the kudas that he means. The very fact that you can know that a Kaddish Baruch is ever in, even in the lowest place, that's the Nakuda. Even that Seichel can, can bring you up. That's, a call, that's called the Nakuda Tova. See, the Nakuda Tova of Enachman, everybody knows the Nakuda Tova. It means different things. But the very fact that you know that a Kaddish Baruch could even be in the Shol Tachdis, that's a Nakuda Tova that can mamish give you life. If you believe it. Some people can't believe it. How could it be? They don't say those words, but it's in their head. It can't be. It can't be. It cannot be that a Kaddish Baruch is in this place. It can't be. He must hate me. Because Kaddish Baruch had, he had big plans for me. He gave me so many opportunities. I could have been so big and I squandered every single one and I, and I did the things I shouldn't have done. There's no way he would give me, he, he, he's here with me, giving me a chance. Because you're, a person can compare Kaddish Baruch to a human being. And a human being often does, does lose hope in people. Even though Baruch Hashem, we've had many, many heroes that never lost, never gave up hope on, on kids or adults and they brought them back up. But not everybody experienced such a thing. And it's hard for them to come to terms to believe that a Kaddish Baruch can do that. See, we're all sitting over here. I don't think we're going to hit the Shal Tachtis, Baruch Hashem. The Shal Tachtis is usually, for, you can, hopefully not, but it's usually for people who didn't learn this. Right? That's, that's what's difficult. So for us who are here, who probably won't hit the Shal Tachtis, be there for another person. Who might? And just be there for them. Because if Kaddish Baruch is there with them, it's the culture and we should be there for them. 
right? Whatever we can, never to give up hope on another person. So we have to know, right, not everything that Rabbi Nachman says is for me personally right now, but it might be to teach me how to help another Jew. It's very, very important. Vaiter, he says, I told you, we're going to finish tonight. I'm, I'm sticking to my guns here, even though we usually don't, but... 11 o'clock tonight? No, stop it. I just tell my wife. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Anavamar. Here we go. Oshet Srichen. Says Rabinachman. Oshet Srichen is a Rachmanas Meshem is Baruch. Either person needs, it's a funny line what you're about to say here. Either you need Rachmanas, you need mercy from a Kaddish Baruch. O Yegias Vavodas, or you need hard work and a Voda. Oshet Srichen Shneim. Or you need both. Shiyelo Yegias Gedolos Avodas Hashem, Vegam Rachmanas Mito is Baruch. Person, you need to work on yourself to really break out of low levels. Sometimes you need a Kaddish Baruch just to give you a Rachmana. Sometimes you have to work very hard. And sometimes again, you need both. Until you get to a very high Madrega, which is something that he was really talking about at the beginning, 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 51a, right? That a person can get to the place where his mind is quiet. And he doesn't have any desires of this world. And everything's equal to him. Right? Going back to the Gashmias world. Right? We discussed all the way, all the way in the beginning about how the people run after the Gashmias, how people make such a big deal about it. It's really bad as nothing. Where is all that money that we've been running after all these years? Right? That was already all the way at the beginning. And then he went on a whole nostalgia to Mimus and Pshitis, and always his Chachis, never become old, and then he went to the Taivas. <coughs> And now he's back. He, it looks like, if you read this Sikha straight, it looks like it's like five, six different topics. But it's really one in Rabbi Nachman's teaching. And we're trying to get to the point where Hakol Shav Etzlo, everything's equal by this person in the world of Gashmias. world of Gashmias. That he's totally, he rids himself of Ritzonos, of desires for this world. Of course he eats and drinks and has to live normally, normally. But like a Pashriyid, Tamimus and Pshitis, and, and as someone who's a Tamil and a Pashit also is good for Shabbos food. As someone who's Tamil and a Pashit also goes on a vacation. But he doesn't have to go on the best. He doesn't have to have like all the, the trimmings. Right? It's, it's a, it's a, it takes a Chachma to be a Pashit. Right? Not the Chacham versus the Tam. <laughs> but it takes a certain wisdom, a true God, wis, godly wisdom to be a Pashit And to be simple. And to not have these tremendous Ritzonos. Right? What do we say? Gashmis is like playing golf. Remember that? Remember that. You need, you need to eat, you need to drink, you need to get it in. But you want the least amount of strokes as possible. Right? You need to eat? Okay, so eat. But fill yourself up in the least amount of food possible. You need to go and do this in life, do that. Great. But do it in the least amount possible. Don't, you don't want to you know, shoot a 10 on a, you know, when, it's, when it's a par 3. You know, quadruple bogey. Like, that's bad. So we right in the world of Gashmis, we want to play it like it's golf. Remember that. Remember you heard that here first, okay? It's a good line. I think it's a good line. I'm, 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 I'm pushing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> okay, can we make merch? Can we make money off this? <laughs> Gashmis is like golf. All right. So what's the, what? How do we do this? So you see, it brings a puzzle. Like, this is the puzzle that everybody slips on when they're when they're saying uh, when they're making a CM. Anybody's ever made a seam? It's this pasuk. If you're trying to say it really fast, it's hard to say. It's those last three words that everybody slips up on. Anyway, 
When you're going, it will guide you. And when you lie down, it will guard you. And when you wake up, it will... Tongue tie you. It what? Tongue tie you. Tongue tie you? Is that what it says? Oh, tongue tie you. Yeah. You know, it'll, it'll speak with you. Hainu. Shakol shave. All of life could be equal. Right? The, lo- the level of hishtavas, like the Baal Shem talk- spoke about. Hishtavas. Everything is equanimity. How? A person could live a life where there is no difference between Olam Hazeh, the kever, when a person's buried, he passes away, and Olam Haba. How's that possible? How could you live in three different worlds and it be equal? Olam Hazeh, Olam Haba, and dead. How's that possible? So he explains, If you learn Torah and it guides you when you're living a life of Torah, it doesn't just mean learning. Of course, you have to learn. It means a life of Torah. You're, 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 you're an evid to the Torah in a good way. Right? Who's a Ben Choren? Who's a Ben Torah? A person's learning Torah. He's Osik. He's a life of Torah. And when you lie down and a person passes away, it'll be there for you. When a person passes away, the Torah and a Kaddish Baruch which is not bound to the physical world, right? the Torah, even though we learn halacha, that's bound to the physical world, but the segula, the panemius of the Torah, the, the spirituality, that's not bound by this physical world. Right? That's the neshama talk. And the same neshama that was alive in this world is the same neshama that's in the kever, and it's the same neshama that's going to be in Olam Haba. So if you act in a way in this world, and you live with the Kaddish Baruch and live with the Torah, there's no difference between Olam Hazeh, the kever and Olam Haba. Right? Mm-hmm. And even when a person wakes up in Olam Haba, since you have no, you have no physical taivas in Ritzonos, you turn your whole world into taiva to serve a Kaddish Baruch, taiva to learn Torah and to live a life of Torah. Even though, of course, you eat and drink. You suppose you eat and drink, but that's not my taiva. I eat and drink because I have to live, and I enjoy the food. That's fine. But I'm not drawn after it. Right? We want to cut ties with being drawn after that stuff. We want to be drawn after Torah and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And if you do that, If you live a life of Torah and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then everything is equal. It's all the same. If you're alive in this world, if you're in the kever and you're in the world of Neshamas, or you're in Olam Haba, what that will be. You could be Davik to a Kaddish Baruch and the Torah the same exact way. Same exact way. Again, the Pneum, it's not the physical doing of the mitzvahs. When you're in the Kaver, you can't do physical mitzvahs. But the, the Davik is to a Kaddish Baruch from the Neshama level. It's all the same. But a person who's bound, he's Makushar to this world, the Gashmas world. There's a big difference between Olam Hazeh. He has lots of stuff and money and food and taivas and gashmias. And when he's in the grave, and he's in a small little spot. Of course, there's a big difference if you're connected to the gashmias world. But someone who cleanses his mind, he doesn't have like uh, the bo- settlements, thank me. He doesn't have the bottom of the, of the barrel in his mind. He's not connected. Bottom of the barrel means the, the gashmias of this world. The, the, the Hana of Gashmas in the world doesn't even come close to the Hana of Ruchnis in this world, if you've tasted the Hana of Ruchnis in the world. A Gishmak, a Davening, a good Kumzitz, a, a piece of Torah, even a, a Tehillim on a Shabbos morning with a cup of coffee. Ah, No? 
It's the best. Chal on Thursday night, maybe, or Chal on Shabbos day. These are, this spiritual, that's spiritual. It's not physical. Don't get tricked by the Cholent. Anybody who can purify his mind and be connected to, to Torah, to Tefillah, to Mitzvahs in a deep way, to Kaddish Baruch Hu, then everything is Shavah. He's Davik to Kaddish Baruch Hu in this world, he's Davik to Kaddish Baruch Hu in the Kever, and he's Davik to Kaddish Baruch Hu in the Holy Bible. Amen. Told you we'd finish. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.